Okay, uh, my presentation tried to uh, tackle with the controversy and also complex interplay between structure and action and agency, uh, focusing on that from the agency perspective. This is the, uh, my position in the debate of this conference. And the way in which I will analyze the agency, wanted to take into account the uh, a, a new fact, a new contribute, that is the inner coexistence of agency and power. And so, uh, as the, the previous uh, presentation, I also need to use uh, a, a, new, a relative new concept in this conference. This is the concept of subjectivity. Uh, this is the reason for the title, uh, Remaining Subjects Despite Structural Constraints. And the context of th this analysis, this theoretical analysis, is uh, uh, an empirical analysis of the migratory strategies among refugees hosted in Italy after the expulsion from Libya, and especially in the period after the camp stages. The, the camp stages is generally the first stages of the disbarked people, and then they have been displaced all around Italy. So the background uh, context, uh, as you know, migration flows from North Africa countries to Italy is not a novelty, but in 2011, uh, uprising and Libya crisis determined the temporary grown-up. We are speaking about more or less 60,000 disbarked people in 2011. It's not a very huge number. It's in the average of a European statistical. And we are speaking about more or less 23,000 asylum seekers. Uh, Italian government uh, dealt with the, the new situation evoking an emergency. So, just Barbara um, quoted uh, Agamben, that is the Italian philosopher that uh, un, uh, stressed this condition, the emergency condition. Uh, Italian government uh, proclaimed the emergency status and providing different coping strategies depending on the origin and timing of illegal ca cameras. This is the main date, the key dates of the uh, Italian government pro recovery program. Uh, in February 12, it, it 2011, Italian government declared emergency status, and since that date, all undocumented migrants from North Africa have been declaring stowaways and have been submitted to a specific regime of public control, especially in the camps that Barbara described before. Uh, but in 5 April, Italian government decided to provide different migrants with different status. Those arrived mainly from Tunisia before 5 April, so have been provided with temporary permit to stay. Uh, generally, they went from Tunisia and they uh, provided with this permit, um, went away in France, mainly in France. Those arrived from Tunisia after 5 April uh, have been provided with a different uh, treatment. Uh, they have been forced to return uh, if they came from Tunisia or if they arrived from Libya uh, after 5 April, have been requested to ask for asylum status in a certain way they have been obliged to ask for asylum status and so they were included in a national program that is called North African Emergency Program, uh, splitting all the people all around different location in all the country. Uh, we are speaking about 22 month long program of temporary recovery without any really integration goals and managed by different organizations with very different strategies, even in the same territory. 
For example, we have local authorities recovering small groups of migrants in a very inclusive and familiar structure. Or on another side, other public bodies or government organizations providing dozens of migrants only with bed and not only with meal. So the research hypothesis in this context is twofold. Uh, on the one hand, the arrivals of refugees from Libya and the management of their presence and accommodation in Italy in 2011 show the dynamic and the impacts of the structural constraint on personal migrant personal capabilities. But on the other hand, the same context unveiled the capacity of migrants' agency to react, eluding, manipulating, subverting, or even explicitly contesting the administrative procedures they have been submitted to. So in order to analyze this research positive, I need to have needed to use some conceptual frame uh, that that is threefold in a certain way. Uh, the first conceptual reference is the strong situation theory from Rob Stones. Uh, it proposes the agency structure relation should be conceived as a temporal dynamic, dynamic and be organized into different moments. The structure act as external uh, condition of actions. And then these condition of actions affect internal skills and inter interpretative schemas. And as this internal structure embed the agency that can move only in a limited degree of freedom, so producing the outcome as a social practices. This is the general, uh, uh, general schema, the model of uh, a strong situation theory. But uh, structuration theory uh, does not show how and why agency can really emerge as autonomous and mainly does not analyze the impacts on agency of the foremost power that is no more external, but intimately coextensive with the agency itself. So uh, I need other reference, conceptual reference. So the second conceptual reference is the Foucault notion of power uh, that show its real nature and contest the possibility to consider power as a structural constraints and as external and autonomous from people agency structural constraints exercise instead their power over people's lives, not directly, so impeding or making them submitted, but inciting, reinforcing, controlling, monitoring, and organizing their own forces, is a quotation from Foucault's work. And in order to better analyze how agency emerges, uh, not against but into and despite power, I use the notion of subjectivity, especially from Antonio Negri and Michael Hardt, quotation. Uh, in, uh, in, in their analysis, subjectivity emerges from power of actual lives, but acts, especially eluding, manipulating, contesting the administrative device of, of submission. So, my analysis the, uh, on this background uh, uh, have been tested using a set of qualitative data from 20 narrative interviews from asylum seekers hosted in Pisa, in the central part of Italy, from April 2011 to February 2013. So, 
against this backdrop, the interviews that we have uh, gathered uh, show how the accommodation process itself represents a strong external structural constraint, how it impacted on migrants' cognitive, symbolic, and normative orientation for social action, and how the same structural constraints, notably the administrative devices, uh, prepare the condition for mobilizing migrant subjectivities, reinforcing and empowering their capabilities. So the first step, uh, the extraordinary and urgent measures, this is a quotation from the Government Act, adopted under the frame of the program, assume a biopolitical meaning producing displacement of people around the country, uh, producing limitation of migration personal freedom of movement, uh, producing long and indefinite periods of restriction of freedom without any legal basis, producing prohibition and obligation, produces various forms of discrimination, exposure, or risk. The same thing that uh, Barbara very well explained in the previous presentation. But external structure constraints embedded internal orientation for social action, impacting on migrants' relation pattern and on their cognitive, symbolical, and normative orientation in social action, especially in a certain of psychological annihilation, uh, reducing the possibility to real uh, act their agency and restriction. One of the main characteristics of agency that is the possibility to imagine possible future trajectories of action in the world of Emmy Bayer and Niche. You can shift this interview that uh, confirm what I said in the previous slide. So, on the one hand, external constraints and internal orientation push personal agency into a very narrow pattern of possibility. But on the other end, the structural constraints prepared the condition for mobilizing migrant subjectivities. Many migrants use the administrative welfare measures as specific opportunities to elaborate various strategies, three in particular, to contrast structural constraints. The first strategies is the improving social capital through informal networking. Uh, mig migrants maintain frequent and intense informal contact uh, with the other they met during the voyage from Libya or in the centers where they stayed before. So we can call this connection uh, asylum seeker broadcast. Um, is a metaphor represent the complex network of phone call and email messages between friends that provide each refugee with very detailed and precise information from all Italy uh, about the life conditions in different centers, the work opportunities in the territories, the opportunity and the ties of various administrative measures. These informations are very important because represent a strategic tool for and the documented migrants in order to create their own and autonomous opinions about the administrative procedures that sometimes conflict with the official version coming from the program. One person that we interviewed uh, during the interview showed us the different uh, permit visa that other friends received from in different centers in different territories uh, they, uh, he had gathered uh, through email and this show us as uh, a problem for his future. The second strategy is using social networks to map inclusion opportunities. Those migrants who were waiting for permit to stay um, 
in a certain way fraternized with program personnel in order to promote their livelihood and welfare. In a certain way they fraternized to find how to uh, join a doctor, how to uh, find trainee or job opportunities, how to join with other family members. Uh, asylum seekers who gained the temporary permit to stay and so rarely leave the program sometimes use the asylum seeker broadcast network in order to map the opportunities for socioeconomic inclusion all around Italy. Some others asylum seekers who benefit of a temporary protection status used it to expatriate to France reached some connational that provided them, <coughs> them uh, some irregular job, hosted them in friend's house or rented them a bed. I'm in a hurry, so I have to cut some slides. The third strategy uh, is uh, to use the center itself. So the, the hosting, uh, the hosting building, the hosting program, the local hosting program, uh, in order to defend their basic rights, mobilizing collective protests against the inactivity or the abuses of the Italian bureaucracy. After the formal deadline of the North Africa Emergency Program in February 28th, the majority of the illegal migrants that were still waiting for their permits, we are speaking about 11,000 people that at the end of the program still uh, was waiting for the permit to stay. So this number have been expelled from the center with a one-off severance pay of 500 euros. But out of the centers, out of the programs, Undocumented migrants do not know where to go, and after very few days, these people uh, would have been destined to sleep on the street. In order to contrast this adverse fate and to affirm their basic rights to assistance, some illegal migrants decided to occupy the Red Cross Center in Pisa, where they have been previously hosted for months. They do not ask for unlimited hospitality or for assistance, but they pretend an exit strategy that enables them to be independent and to live and work in dignity. So migrants' protest outcomes have been twofold. On the one hand, they mobilized collective support and produced public answer to private questions. Migrants' demand have been advocated by several local NGOs. We see a photo of one of the, the claiming, the public claiming, that helped migrants to empower their voice against local authorities. Local institutions then activated some training programs and civic associations have been looking for some possible housing solutions. But on the other end, the protest activated the migrants' atrophied agency forcing them, after 22 months, I have to repeat, 22 months of inactivity, forcing them to organize their everyday life into the new occupied and self-managed centers to provide a minimum set of common livelihood to ensure an acceptable level of cohesion and political strength. So as conclusion, against the contextual background, that I mentioned before, and according with the theoretical frame of subjectivity, I think we can argue that, on the one hand, forced migration is a very constraining experience, reducing migrants' ability and determining migration, migration pathways. But at the same time, the administrative devices represent the grip to handle uh, in the way that migrants' agency can use in order to affirm their subjectivities. Many thanks.